You have officially tuned in to Everyday Idiots. <laughs> I'm Abel. I'm Christina. This is a podcast where we'll talk about the silly side of life, love, and comedy. Yeah. <laughs> Good morning, Christina. Good morning, Abel. <laughs> it's not morning. <laughs> it isn't? Oh, well. uh, yes, you guys, it's morning every time you turn on our podcast. That's right. Definitely. Well, you know, I love mornings. I'm a morning person. I get up, I'm full of energy, like ready to take on the world, and then shit happens and it all goes south. <laughs> I love that. I'm the opposite. Um, I only like mornings because people don't judge me for my coffee consumption, but later in the day they start going there, so. <laughs> it's well, the only good part. Well, when you drink 10 cups a day, yeah. I mean, I'm not judging though. Mm -hmm. um, you can, if you want to have 10 cups a day and, and like kill your guts, yeah. I mean, that's totally up to you. Exactly. And, and I'm not going to judge you for it. Thank you. Just, you know, it's going to give you the, maybe that's the cost of the nervous poops. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> My nervous poops. It's just the coffee pushing that out all the time. Oh, uh, yeah. No, I don't quite drink that much coffee, but, um. Because otherwise the nervous poos would be out of control. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, you guys. We'll, we'll get to today's podcast and what we're actually here for. Today we're talking about regrettable decisions. Yes. Yeah. Regrettable decisions, questionable choices. Mm. We all make them. Especially us here at the uh, Everyday <clears throat> Idiots uh, podcast. We just... This is really an endless supply. We could go forever. Um. Oh my God. I have a feeling we're going to have flashbacks during this episode and go, oh, there was that one time yeah. at band camp. Oh, yes. Okay. Um, so, this one time at band camp. Now, everyone knows that line. That's a bad line. I shouldn't go there. It's not even funny. Did you actually have a story at band camp? At band camp? No, I didn't. I wasn't okay. in band. I was, I, was, I was an orc dork. An orc dork. Orc dork, yes. What is that? What do you mean, orc? I, I was in the orchestra. Okay. <laughs> I'm thinking like Lord of the Rings orcs. And I'm like, uh... Okay, orchestra makes way more sense. All yeah. right, okay. I, I played the piano and I played the bass. Right. Back in the day. And sometimes I switch between, depending on what piece the orchestra was playing. There you go. Like when I was young, I, I actually had talent. Unlike oh. now. Oh, what happened? You <laughs> <laughs> You know, um, life uh, has taken this course and it's just not You're very talented, very I promise. Fine to me. <laughs> oh, gosh, I used to be talented one day too. But, you know, here we are at a podcast, so let's get moving. Well, there's actually a, a very good reason why I joined the orchestra. Okay. I was in fifth grade and I hated, what was that class called? Uh, homeroom? Mm -hmm. Like where you're just doing yeah. homework. And you're not supposed to talk or pass notes. Yeah. And it's just, it feels like you're just in this miserable gel sale. Yeah, it's like high school purgatory. Yeah, it's terrible. Yeah. And then sometimes you don't have homework and you have nothing to do and you just like want to go play or do something. I was a fifth grader. Come on. And so it's, I'm in fifth grade, beginning of the school year, already hate homeroom. And this lady walks in and she introduces herself as the orchestra teacher. They've never done orchestra at this school before, but they were going to start a program and wanted to know if anyone wanted to join. And I was like, well, I don't want to join an orchestra, but I don't want to be in here because that's the time that they would have or um, orchestra class. 
Um, and so that is why I signed up because I hated homeroom so much that I signed up for a whole new class. Wow. And then I was in orchestra for like the, until graduation. Wow. Yeah. I was, I was in for the long haul. I had no idea that I was actually going to like it. Yeah. Um, that's but, great though. But I did. I did have one like really stupid moment, uh, that, that same year. Um, I had this thing about not being late and one day I was late and, but I never missed school. Uh, it was not that kid. I was just always, always there. Yeah. Um, my orchestra teacher, like she sets out the base for me because she knew I was going to show up, but for some reason I was not in class. And so here I am late. I am thinking, oh my God, I got to get to class. So I am running full speed to class. This classroom was in a, one of those portable buildings outside of the mm, school, but yeah. on, on campus. And I'm running just as fast as my, I don't know, what, how old are you back then? 10, 11? Something 11 like that. <clears throat> yeah, running as fast as my 11-year-old legs could run me. Um, and I hit the threshold of the door. And I flew into the classroom like Superman. <laughs> arms stretched out and everything. <laughs> I could see that. And I caught air. And as I start my descent, um, I'm literally flying over the base and for anyone who doesn't know what a base is it is a very large yeah. instrument it's like a violin that you stand next to just to try and give you a visual and and then there's the peg that sticks out that the base stands on well my foot catches that peg and i slide in the class into the classroom <laughs> and the base starts to spin <laughs> on the floor because my foot had caught it. <laughs> now that was a grand entrance. <laughs> Coming in hot like Superman. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. See, last time you were like a, a Batman, yeah. but I was saying it should have been more like Wonder Woman. Well, I had, yeah. I had my own Superman. There moment. you go. <laughs> You're like, I will get to class on time. <laughs> Okay, well, that little story was not part of the episode. Plan. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Go figure. <laughs> uh, dumb Moments by oh. Abel. Plenty to choose from. Core decisions. <laughs> okay, so we're going to talk about questionable choices. Okay. I had a very recent questionable choice. Okay. That, like, okay, nothing bad happened. That's good. And I'm still alive. I didn't get sick. Oh. Um, <laughs> but the whole time... I was doing this. I'm like, oh, this is such a bad idea. Um, I went to hang out at, at a friend's place and it was like a little chilly outside. And we decided we we're going to hang out in the backyard and put a fire in the chimney. Yeah. And uh, there was plenty of wood, but some of it needed to be cut, particularly the, the larger logs. And so I'm like messing with all this, this wood that had been sitting outside. And, you know, allergies had just been through the roof. And I was fine mm -hmm. all day long. But mess around with that wood, I finally get a fire going, and I can't freaking breathe. Just was it like cedar? Were you burning like yes. cedar? Oh my gosh! Yes. You guys out here in the Austin area, <clears throat> cedar fever is real. Like my, I had tears in my eyes, and it felt like just all my sinuses were just impacted. Um, it was disgusting. I was a total mouth breather, and, and no one was taking out with a mouth breather. Um, and so my friend goes. Well, you know, um, you can use my neti pot. And I'm like, no, 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 I think I'm good. 
And she's like, that's no. like someone's personal little thing, right? That like you put in your nose and it like comes out the other end, right? Yes. Like a very like using someone's toothbrush. Yes. Like if you've never used a neti pot, um, they look different depending on what brand you get. But oftentimes they look like a little uh, genie lamp. Yeah. And you put hot, warm water in it with the, the saline solution and you put it in one nose and the fluid goes through your sinus cavities and comes out the other side. Yeah. Like this is not something that you loan out to <laughs> your close friends. And, but this friend says, Hey, well, I have, I have multiple, I have like, like a collection of <laughs> Who has a collection of neti pots? Someone who keeps cedar logs right outside and then burns them. Okay, I'm just, I'm, I'm making a connection. I don't think your friend is. But I'm like, no, no, I think that's just a little too personal. I just don't think I can, yeah. I can borrow that. And uh, then um, she goes upstairs, grabs one of them, and brings it out. And she goes, I haven't used this one in a long time. It's clean. You'll be fine. Easy. Yes, I did. <laughs> <laughs> I take it inside, go in the bathroom, put put the water in it. I put the, the saline packet in it, and then I'm like an inch away from my nose, going, "Am I really gonna do this?" <laughs> and then I took that same leap, like I did when I flew over the base, <laughs> and I'm like, "I'm going to do this." Yeah. Uh, and I'm so thankful I did really yes because it like it helped immediately it was oh, immediate nice. relief um but uh but the whole time I'm like this is really really weird <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That is. and then I washed it really well because I was going to give it back yeah like I wasn't going to take it home this was not you know a takeout <laughs> order um, I'm not going to leave with it so I cleaned it as best as I could I gave it back and went about our evening sitting around the fire nice um but the whole time i'm like i can't believe i actually did that yeah um but you didn't get sick no so I didn't it turned get out sick. well no and like i don't know it's just there's nothing wrong with doing that but it's just so questionable <laughs> <laughs> i mean i've had moments like that you know little things where like you know because you have at least a few times in your life where like you maybe you're trying to get across a whole bunch of lanes or you don't realize and you like merge or something and you didn't you really didn't look behind you oh yeah yeah and then you're like oh it's great that i didn't just fucking die like back then yes <laughs> they're like dang oh so you're saying you're the asshole oh yeah it's probably <laughs> me um i apologize to the entire community of austin surrounding areas um if you have come across an asshole driver they may or may not be me <laughs> But not everybody has a Batmobile. No. So, I mean, if you had a Batmobile, wouldn't you be an asshole driver? <laughs> no, I don't have a Batmobile. I have a little car that doesn't even believe in itself. So, <laughs> Your car's in therapy. <laughs> she really needs some self-esteem and confidence. I've, uh, yeah, I haven't treated her well, but... Oh, there was there was this car. Uh, I've, had, I've had a series of bad cars. <laughs> My very first car was a hunk of junk, like literally a hunk of junk. Um, it was a 1967, um, what was that? A Chevelle, I think. Oh, okay. And uh, this thing was so old. Uh, it had rust spots on it. 
uh, it barely ran. Um, and, but you know, it was, it was a free car and I was so happy to have a free car. Yeah. Um, until I had to push it and if I wanted to go somewhere, <laughs> I had this other car, um, that I bought that I thought was like so cool. I was in college. It was also another old car. Uh, it was a Ford Thunderbird and it was a two door. It was white with dark tinted windows and red interior. <laughs> oh my gosh, I think I know this car. It's pretty crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, some, you saw some creeper in a car like that? <laughs> some <laughs> they, asshole driver. Did they offer you candy? <laughs> That's how we met. I'm, just kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. You guys, gosh, we're not that weird. We met while I was in a monkey costume in a top hat. Like we're normal people. We've met under normal circumstances, okay? Actually, there's a story about that car that I will save for later. Oh, okay. It has to do with being stranded on the side of the road with my now very ex-girlfriend. <laughs> now very ex-girlfriend. I wonder if the car played a role in that. No. Oh, it, it definitely did. Like, she was already on the fence uh, <laughs> on this relationship. <laughs> and, and that was, like, I mean, that just knocked her off the fence. Yeah, like I... Mm -mm. Yeah, yeah, that was back in college. Nice. Uh, yeah, that was uh, definitely a questionable decision um, to have that car and to try and do road trips in it. Um, and there was nothing questionable about her choice to go, okay, I'm done with this guy. <laughs> um, there was another shitty car that I had. Uh, it was a Suzuki Esteem. What? Now, it had no esteem. <laughs> and it's not one that I bought. It was it was bought by another family member and this car just would not die. And I just if there was ever a car I wanted to die, it was that car. Yeah. Um and I hated it. Um but for some reason I drew the short straw and I started driving that car. And then I was like, Well, it doesn't matter. I go to work, I come home, like it's fine. Mm -hmm. It's fine. But I hated everything about that car. Mm. It was tiny. I barely fit fit in it. Um, it was like this ginormous guy getting in this super tiny car. Uh, Andre the Giant getting into, <laughs> I don't know, um, a, um, what do you call those? Like, like a Honda Fit. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just bad. Really, really bad. Um, and I remember when I got sandwiched between two cars one day in a very low speed impact. And so I had damage on the front end and the back end. And I was thinking, oh, maybe the insurance company will total this old bitch. Yeah. They didn't. Oh. But when I got that uh, that check, I didn't use it to uh, fix the car either. Yeah, no. <laughs> no. Nope. <laughs> not on that one. But that was not a questionable decision. That was a smart that choice. That was. <laughs> Questionable car decision. <laughs> Eventually, that car got passed to another family member. Nice. And the curse continued. And yes, yes. <laughs> and that family member eventually sold it for next to nothing. Mm. And uh, but now I kind of wish, just for the sake of conversation, that that car still exists in our life. <laughs> but it does not. Do you really want the bad stories though? That that car could ring? Maybe not. <laughs> no, no. It was just like there's just something about the car. It just would never die. Mm. And so it probably is still on the road today, unless someone wrecked the shit out of it. I could probably do it. You know. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> but I feel like I'm just on a, a series of, of able, questionable decisions yeah. and bad life choices. Um, have you ever had any? I, I do have a good one. It's kind of a long one. Okay. So it's going to take a minute because there's kind of like parts to it. Because um, it's like one story that has multiple kind of funny aspects to it. Um, so I was 18. Okay, first off, di disclaimers. Is anyone making good decisions at 18? Well, no. No. Yeah. No. So this was three years ago. <laughs> this is a decade ago, sir. A decade. <laughs> Distance from this decision. Um uh, so I was, you know, living on my own. I, you know, had already graduated high school and I was, you know, trying to make money. And um, I had decided in all of my great and wonderful wisdom that I was going to put out a babysitting ad on Craigslist. Okay. Yeah. Um, what, like, what group did this ad go in? I probably put in the wrong one based off of my <laughs> replies that I got to. I probably put it in that like hilarious, like that little like sketchy option box of like services with a wink, you know. <laughs> services with a wink. <laughs> but uh, I had I was not smart in doing this, and there was multiple bad things that kind of came about from this. First off, Craigslist people, <laughs> eighteen year old girl babysitting ad. Okay, like we have set the foundation of some bad shit yes um the for, first for a good time I yeah. will babysit. <laughs> for a good time. that's how they took it now keep in mind i did not have a picture of me up there okay <laughs> i just like am female i'm right. 18 um will babysit baby <laughs> <laughs> oh you shouldn't have put your age out there <laughs> i don't know that i did or not i think i did though um but yeah all they knew is that i was like an 18 year old female who wanted to babysit and i got like a like strew like this endless like stream of dick pics um, oh. yeah and oh. this this will come back later in the story because i didn't realize that like when i had opened up my message i had it like default to like every attachment i opened got kind of saved automatically to my computer <laughs> and so, I'm, i wasn't a very organized digital person so this comes up like literally it comes up it, <laughs> Pops up later. <laughs> uh, Talk about the trauma of an eight-year-old getting a ton of dick pics. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? I mean, this is back in, like, the the old west of the internet. Like, I was already one of the teenagers that had gone on Omegle. And, like, which is, I'm pretty sure how I saw my first, like, dick, to be honest. <laughs> That was it like Omegle or Meal or whatever that site is, you know. You guys know it's on TikTok now. I don't know how this thing is still alive. What I know, it's wild. Like, it was like a thing when I was a teenager, and now teenagers are going back on it, and it's like, oh, let it die. That's crazy, it is. And so, very frequently, you know, you like switch to random people on their screen and stuff, and you're gonna eventually get some guy jacking off. So, oh, um, no, thank you. Yeah, oh, um, okay. So, that was lovely, but so I was, you know, I was ready for Craigslist, so to speak. <laughs> <laughs> not really, you're never really ready for that situation. Um, and I was not getting a lot of actual babysitting offers. Well, imagine that. Yeah, and but, but I did eventually get one. Okay. And um, now at this time, I had opened up a bank account with, I, I can't say for sure, but I believe it was one of those banks that was like either U.S. Bank or Bank of America. It had a very like 
normal banking, big bank name like that. Mm -hmm. um, and I, I can't say for sure which one it is because my memory doesn't serve me well. But I had opened up a bank account with them very recently. And um, like literally like maybe weeks prior. And I take this, um, it's just a key thing to just remember as I go through this story. And so I decided to take this offer, you know, on Craigslist, like, oh, we're moving to town. Like we're, we're trying to move some like stuff over. We have a little girl like for you to babysit, but she's like a, still a baby. Um, you know, we're trying to, uh, move all our stuff over, but we're not going to have all our things ready. So can you maybe for like extra money and pay like, and they're going to pay me well and everything. Like, can you like go to Target or something? And, you know, they had this whole, like, schemey, like, way of doing it. Because this was, this is a total scam. And I didn't realize it because I was young and naive. Oh, and they were, wow. like, literally, <clears throat> like, I'm going to write you a $5,000 check. And I want you, and you're going to keep some of it. And then the rest is going to go towards you. I Like, if you could go out to Walmart and Target and buy some baby stuff for, like, the new house. You that know? is so sketch. Yeah, so sketch. Oh, my God. In fact, and even at a certain point, like, they called me and they were kind of like being like angry and like aggressive and almost like yelling at me because you know they're like scammers and trying to get me to do this right and i had questions and we talked on the phone wow and i remember at some point they're being so rude and like pushy you know as scammers will be yes that i was like you need to be nicer. I'm not going to continue this transaction if you're going to yell at me. Like, we have to do, we have to do this peacefully. Like, I'm not going to take this. Like, I'll, I'll walk away from this job. And they were, like, trying to, like, calm themselves down. Yeah. Uh, anyway, it was so funny. But I get the check. Okay. Okay. And I go to deposit it in my bank account. A $5,000 check. Yeah. Okay. A personal $5,000 check. Yeah. From sketchy people. Yes. Okay. Great decision. Yes. Uh, so I go to the bank. And I give it to them and I'm like, I just want to deposit this. And I, I think I was like, and I might need some money back. I'm not sure. And, um, and the lady's looking at the check and then she has to go and like walk away for a moment and talk to her manager uh -oh. and like a couple of men come into the room and everything like that. And she's just like, so this is like a fraudulent check. And she's like, and she's, and she's like, where did you get this? And I'm like, Craigslist for like a babysitter. <laughs> Because I had said that and I was so young that like, cause you can, uh, basically they can like call the cops and get you removed from the bank if you do that. Yeah. It's, it's fraud. Right. It's illegal activity. Even though it and, wasn't your check. Yeah. And that's horrible because you can scam people and then literally have their name and stuff like, and have them get even potentially thrown into jail and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Um, it's up to the bank's discretion basically mm -hmm. of what they want to do at that point, And mm -hmm. plenty of banks will just see that it's like a scam yeah. and that this person is, is not in on it really. Like they don't know what's mm -hmm. going on. So as scammy as they were over the phone at this point, you weren't thinking <laughs> that this check might be a hot check. That's stupid. <laughs> what can I say? I don't know. I was young and I don't know. <laughs> I can't explain this. I really can't. This <laughs> I mean, I think there are a couple of red flags that I was starting to think, like, I don't know, you know, we're going to yeah. see how this goes. Like, well, I was starting to lose faith in it a like little. Like, if they actually had a baby, can you imagine how angry this baby would be? <laughs> you know, babies with this baby. These people would be terrible to work for, yeah. I was going to think that. I was like, maybe it's, you know, it's fine, but, like, they're actually just assholes to work with, and that yeah. might be bad. Like, did you ask some questions about the baby? Yeah. And what did they say? 
Okay, I'm pretty sure they made up shit, but like, I was asking how old they were, you know, what she needs to eat or how yeah. much she want me to spend time bathing, stuff like that, you know. Right. And <laughs> sure, there was no baby. No baby. I think, I think you might have been the baby. I was the baby. <laughs> Let's scam this baby. <laughs> I am, yeah, yeah, definitely. So yeah, it's up to banks, like, whether they honestly want to, like call the cops on you okay. or just like but this lady was really nice and she was like this is a fraudulent check you need to not trust us people like you know um, and like we're even like um i don't remember all the details now but they were worried about them actually getting access to my bank account and stuff like that mm. so we had like kind of like locked it down and not to mention she was like she was so nice about it and i still remember her name was christina because i was like oh we have the same name and she was like yeah Unfortunately, this is a fraud check, and we have to keep it. And like you, this is like a scam. You can't work with these people. Yeah. And like Sounds you know, like your future you. Yeah, literally. What? <laughs> <laughs> I time traveled and protected myself. I oh guys, that's funny because I ended up working in banking. But like, wait for the kicker because she's like, and she was so sweet about this. She's like, yeah, it's a fraudulent check. And, you know, we're gonna make sure that you know they can't get to your information and your money. And she's like. But we kind of have to close out your account now. <sighs> and like, the most polite way any human being could ever say it. I don't even remember how she said it, but it was, she was just like, and you know, we just, um, we just kind of can't welcome you back here at this bank for, you know, the, for a lifetime. <laughs> <laughs> for a lifetime. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? That's insane. Yeah, so I have a lifetime ban. Um, and then I went on years later to work in banking, by the way, and worked at multiple banks. Oh my god, a lifetime ban from a bank. Yeah. Like you came in, hood over your head, <laughs> gun in hand, right? to rob the bank. <laughs> like that would, it'd be obvious as to why you'd have a lifetime right, ban. Right, right. But this, as an 18 year old innocent human, yeah, like that's crazy. And like that doesn't create any type of like record, so to speak. Sure. Like no cops are called or they just deal with it. Um I think the worst thing that can happen to you is like you potentially get on like a list, mm -hmm. so to speak, of like we've had a bad experience or like potential like fraud and that kind of thing under this person's name. Can, can we go back to this bank now with a camera <laughs> and try and open up an account? I think that would be so much fun. Well and you know what's funny is when I started working in banking and I was like, I wonder if they can pull this. Like I wonder and like they never found anything. And I think it's because it was in a different state and like a long time ago. And it's oh. not like technically an offense, it's just, like a gotcha. suspicious activity. Gotcha. Okay. And, but like I never mentioned it <laughs> <laughs> obviously to anyone. And like if they didn't pull up it in their file, I'm not gonna worry about it. Like, you know, because all it was was suspicious activity. You know what I mean? Like it's now, um, yeah. I can imagine in your job application for the banks, one of the banks you work for, there's a question there that says something like, uh, have you ever conducted fraudulent activity with a banking institution? What mm -hmm. did you check? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know nothing about no banks and no fraud checks. I didn't do anything. I don't know, never. Um, <laughs> <clears throat> that would <Yeah>. be great <laughs> i i think i even like had a hard time remembering like what had happened and what that had really meant and of course i didn't learn more about that situation until i became a banker and got right. to learn what an issue it kind of was and wasn't yeah you know what i mean because at the time i'm just sort of like i don't know like what their bank system looks like if this like how big the deal it wasn't but like actually from working in banking i kind of got to learn like what that situation was mm -hmm. so 
it, it wasn't that big of a deal, but it's it's more of an issue if you if you do that like twice at whether it's the same bank or multiple banks, like you have a pattern and like but you have like one young girl coming in like with a fraudulent check off of Craigslist. Like it's not <laughs> chances are they'll be more like lenient on that shit. I wish you had a picture of this check because I would love to poke holes in it. And the thing is that they caught it right away. They're looking at this check being like this isn't good. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, it's more problematic if like for instance I'd gone in and I'd cost the bank money. Yeah. But like there were no issues. There was no danger for the bank. Right. So they were you know. It was like issued by the Monopoly Bank or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah that's a I, I got, you know, I didn't lose any money in that scam. I'm really grateful. Um, the banks in that way kept me safe, actually. Right. Like, they truly did protect me in that sense. And um, that's good. That's but, great. But that's not the end of the story, folks. Don't what? forget, don't forget about what could pop back up. <laughs> Here. Something a was on the rise. solid year later, I am back home living with my parents. And they are that computer that I had used. Mm -hmm. um, or with my red, put the Craigslist ad, and those dick pics had gotten saved. <laughs> In a special Accidentally. File. I didn't realize it either at all. And, um, and basically, my parents were using that computer, and then they found them. And so what happened is they, like, brought me into <clears> the <throat> living room, my mom and my dad, to, like, my, brought their 19-year-old daughter and were like, we found your porn collection. <laughs> <laughs> we found your porn. And on our computer, you know. <laughs> and I was laughing. And I was like, because at first I was confused. I'm literally like, I do not keep a porn collection. Um, what the shit did you find on the computer? And I don't know what they're talking about. And they're like, you know what we're talking about. You know what we're talking about. I'm like, no, I don't. And she clicks to it, shows me them. Oh, she showed you yeah. her favorite. Yeah. <laughs> My personalized, specialized. You know how creepy that would be? To literally, like, dick pics that were, like, unsolicited or, like, gotten off Craigslist to, like, save them and, like, have that be your genuine no, porn. No, 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 Because, like, it's one thing to send a dick pic, but that feels like a whole nother creepful lever, like, level <laughs> of creepiness. But, yeah, so she's literally showing me the dicks again. And it's coming, it's all coming back to me. <laughs> Why was she doing that? Because she's like, here, this is the porn. You don't believe me. We oh found it. You can't deny it. Here, here, young child, you haven't been traumatized enough. Let me traumatize you some more. Oh, and this is a good one, hon. Oh, check <laughs> out this one, this sweetie. this one? <laughs> I swear she was clicking through then, too. What was your dad doing? Wishing he was dead? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Regretting being a father? I don't know. <laughs> He's just sitting on the couch, like, leaned back, like, not looking at the computer. Did he have a drink in hand? Or was he stoned? God, I hope. Um, no, but, yeah, and I, I, and I start laughing, right? Because I recognize them, because um, trauma will stay with you. And... <laughs> oh, I've seen that mole. <laughs> No, Ma, it's a freckle. I know that basement. <laughs> the basement. <laughs> <laughs> those unwashed sheets in the background, yeah. Um, yeah, and I'm laughing. And my mom's like, what are you laughing at? 
Wait, 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 wait. The, the level of detail in, of memory recall you have is a little disturbing. It is odd <laughs> oh, that the... I could recall a Dix from years from a year ago, but... Um... Oh, yeah, that's the, that's the one with uh, Cheetos in the bed. <laughs> I haven't had a curve to it. I don't know. <laughs> to that which it didn't but it was helpful in the moment because I was like I know what this is and I told her I said when I moved out you guys I put on a babysitting ad on Craigslist which was a really dumb idea and I was like and um, I remember my dad being like she put your picture up on there and I was like no no picture all they knew was that I was a female 18 year old looking for babysitting jobs right, right. and my dad was like oh my god <laughs> like it's Craigslist Christina like what were you thinking and I was like, oh, well, I'm stupid. But, um, and I was like, and I basically got like a whole bunch of messages from random men of dick pics. And I was like, and I hadn't realized that they had so like auto saved, like when I opened them, but I know what this is. And it's from that. Right. And, um, and my mom was like, why did you keep this? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize that was that. I didn't realize I had it on the computer this whole ass time. <laughs> You kept it because you knew that one day, one day. It, would, it would have comedic results. <laughs> For my podcast, Mom, that I do in a decade from now. That's why I've saved those dick pics. Oh, my uh, God. Yeah. And you can use it in your stand-up. Yes. <laughs> I'll get a standing ovation. Okay. Everyone will rise together. <laughs> Comedy pop-up. Oh, okay. We got to stop. <laughs> Sticking around, April. We have to be mature about this. <laughs> you came to the wrong show for the, for maturity. Truly, <laughs> uh, but you know, she almost didn't believe me for a moment. I had to argue with her for a second. She's like, "They didn't, they didn't send you these dick pics." And my dad's just on the couch, like, "Yeah, they did. <laughs> yeah, they did." It's Craigslist, and he had spent a lot of time on Craigslist. Um, hopefully, doing more. PG things with me, but um, oh, I have so many questions. So he believed me, I know, I know, because he was like a garage person, like a yard sale person guy, where he would always go out on Sundays for yard sales. And so when Craigslist came up, he would always go and look at people's like furniture and stuff. So he he had spent time on Craigslist, and um, this was like around 2013 14 time period. Um, so Craigslist had kind of been out for a little bit, but not super long. Or at least not so heavily known to public for quite as long. But anyway, um, so he was believing me that this happened. And my mom's like, they wouldn't, these random men would not just simply send you pictures of their dicks. This, this must be a girl's private porn collection of things she has selected that gets her flowing. Like clearly. Gets her flowing. <laughs> Clearly, this is a porn collection of a young woman. Not unsolicited pictures of dicks. Men would never, never. And like almost at that moment, it's like me and my dad like did make eye contact. Like we have to break it to this woman. Like oh yeah, would. And 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 I just love the fact that my my both my parents were just sort of like looked at that, made the connection of like. Yeah, my young daughter's porn collection has to be 
Like, this is what she would want. Too much. <laughs> Too much. I think in, in my terrible parenting, um, I would not necessarily accuse one of my kids about having a porn stash. I would just... Not want to click through. <laughs> well, definitely not want to click through it. Uh, definitely not. But I would just, like, sit them down and go... Can you tell me what this is? <laughs> what is this? And have them very awkwardly and uncomfortably describe why that might be there. Versus just making an accusation that it's yeah. porn content. And I had to genuinely explain to both my parents, like look them in the eye and be like, listen, this is not what is <clears throat> would be watched and looked at as porn. Yes. Like like Yes. And I had to, like, weirdly, like, graphically say, like, women don't like dicks. Like, <laughs> especially to look at. Do you, Mom? Did you enjoy the dick pictures? Because I don't. I didn't know they were there. Yeah, so I took... So, so like yeah. she spent more time looking at them than you. I honestly think she did. So, um, yeah. But we won't go there. No. Sorry, Your Mom. mom. <laughs> I'm sorry, Mom. But, yeah, I... I uh, and you know they're they're quite more conservative Christian parents, and especially uh, the younger I go and then further back in time. But um, yeah, so uh, as much as it kind of would have like been low key like my business, a part of them still would have probably wanted a conversation with. It. But I think also that that had become the family laptop, and I think that was like also a bigger part of the discussion. It's like a bigger why. <laughs> Just broke Christina. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Words you can use them. <laughs> but yeah, that's you know what? That, yes, that that wraps up my story. Guys. Wraps it up so you had condoms too. <laughs> Shit! Shit! I walked into that one. Ah. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> couldn't help it. <laughs> you know what, though, I feel like it'd have been a poor decision for you to actually ask what all the porn <laughs> was and about and why it was there. I think that's like in detail. Like, what's this one video? Walk me through what happens Walk here. Me through. Talk to me about the people there and what each person does and why. Oh my god! Yeah, that would yeah. not be. That would be a regrettable decision. Oh, that that would be terrible. Yeah, yeah. Uh, can you tell me, can you explain the plot line here, please? <laughs> well, what's the background, you know? Like, what is their previous history? <laughs> How old is every... Oh, no, no, don't tell me. <laughs> <laughs> can you tell me about their broken home? <laughs> I like porn, but I don't want to go to a broken home. <laughs> a comedian's line oh my god <laughs> okay well it's your, it's your turn is it my turn for something else embarrassing what yeah. if i told you i had a story that it was a combination of banking and dicks ah uh, what Are you know what up me is this like a measuring <laughs> contest now <laughs> Okay, okay. 
that's so funny. We're gonna, when we title this one, it's, it's going to be like the short episode or something like that. Six inches of fun. <laughs> 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 yeah. Okay, I'm not naming this. Guy. <laughs> okay. So this was a time that I was uh, in the process of conducting a, a transaction. Um, and we were buying a horse for, my, for one of my daughters. I was not happy about this. I, I love horses. I love my daughter rides them. It's beautiful. It's amazing. She is stunning. Um, but I don't like paying for them because they're really, really expensive. Mm -hmm. And when you buy them, it's always cash transactions. And uh, so you have to like deal with a lot of money. And so I was doing a withdrawal. I had to order the cash from the bank. Uh, I was doing this withdrawal and uh, went and picked it up. And as I'm leaving, I get in the car and the car won't start. Oh my God, it ties back to my car stories from earlier. <laughs> Always having a shit car. <laughs> oh. Wow, I was not expecting that callback. Hmm. So I get in the car and it won't start and I'm just going, crap. I have a pile of money with me. And a dead car. How much are we talking? Like five hundred bucks, five thousand. Uh, it was in it was in the let's see, five figures. Okay. So okay. it was north north of ten, and uh, so a lot of money to be having while you're stranded. Yes. Um, but I was at the bank, so I wasn't necessarily stranded. So I decide that I can't be stranded with this kind of cash on me. Yeah. And so I walk back to the to the door of the bank. The bank is now closed. <laughs> the door is locked. I'm knocking on the door. The security guy lets me in and I tell him that I've just done a withdrawal. My car won't start. I'd like to deposit the money back in. One of the tellers was very kind. I think her name was Christina. Um, it, was not. <laughs> it was not, I don't, I don't remember her name, <laughs> but she was very kind and she allowed me to deposit the money back into my account, thankfully. But now I'm still left with this dead car. And so I get, go back out and it's rush hour at this point. And uh, it's going to take over two hours for the tow truck to show up. Oh, man. And, and I could have just hopped in an Uber, but I'm also, I'm very cheap. And I, you know, it's not a big deal to hop in. You can in get a horse, but not an Uber. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> That's I'm, if only you could ride that pony home. <laughs> <laughs> it's insanely illogical, but I'm like, I'm not gonna also spend for money on an Uber. I'm gonna take the bus. And so I call the tow truck company. I let them know that my key is hidden. I tell them where it's hidden, and I'm gonna get a ride home. And so I walk to the nearest bus stop when, and I've never ridden the bus in Austin before, mm. by the way, I've been in Austin for a long time, never done it. I'm going to hop on one of the express buses and I hop on. It is really, really packed. There's only one seat open towards the back of the bus next to this guy, but I don't care. I love meeting people. I love meeting strangers. Yeah. So not a big deal. And we start talking and the topic of conversation was not what I was expecting because he wanted to talk about his masturbatorial habits, his rituals of polishing the bishop. Uh, maybe he should talk to your son about that. <laughs> 
that's a callback from a previous episode. <laughs> and so I got all kinds of descriptions and to the point where I just like got really quiet and didn't say a word. But this is an express bus, which right. means it doesn't make stops, which means that people don't get off. Well, except for him. <laughs> Sorry, that was not planned. Oh my gosh. <laughs> but it was right there. <laughs> so it wasn't like there was extra seats opening up until we get to its grand stopping location. And so I'm on this bus just sitting here being waterboarded by this guy talking about all the different ways. And but he does it in the flow of, of like storytelling and conversation because I get home from work. Everyone's already had dinner. My plate of, of dinner is sitting for me in the microwave. And uh, then, you know, I might see um, another family member who lived with them. But then it's me time. And I'm not going to go into the descriptions here. Thank you. <laughs> but there was a plethora of ways um, that this certain human liked to do things. Um, and uh, it was a very long bus ride. I finally get to my stop. But it's far enough that it's not really walkable um, to home. And so I had someone pick me up. By the time I got home, the tow truck had already delivered my car. <laughs> oh my gosh. I could have just waited Waited there. for the tow truck. Oh shit. Yes. So that uh, was a You got series. dicked over on that. <laughs> you guys don't know it, but I, I am holding back so many dick jokes. Drop them, Christina. Drop them. <laughs> I'm here for you. I can't. For my own heart. I just can't. <laughs> I will spare the public. I'm only letting my, you know, the banger ones out. You know? <laughs> I'm having a hard time over here. <laughs> That's a really funny yes. story. Yes. I really like that. Just, and so as someone who worked at a bank, by the way, would have been so pissed off. <laughs> so pissed off. We've had this happen. People like coming in right before closing. Yeah. You're trying to get things like shut down. Because like banks. After closed. Yeah. And like, that's the thing people don't realize. It's like, we're not a story. Like when we close, we close. When we open, we open. Like death, fire, mayhem. We don't care. Right. So um, it's like a, like a true exception for a customer to like let them stay like late or whatever or open up early. I mean, we 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 don't technically open or like close late. We just sort of like let them in or something and just do the transaction and only turn on one computer kind of thing. And then we right. stay kind of like closed to everyone else. And it's typically for like customers who have like tons of transactions or they bring in a lot of money to the bank. So yeah, they're very nice too because I would have hated you as a teller. <laughs> like literally this guy comes in right before closing and a huge cash transaction probably wiped them out and now they have to do like a, a shipment order in and it's a whole thing and then he comes back after we close just to redeposit it <laughs> so there's actually a, a, a 
twist to this end of that story. Um, so I, you know, we still conducted this transaction. I had to go get the cash. And, uh, and it was like in hundred dollar bills, like a really fat envelope kind of thing. <clears throat> um, but still envelope, right? And I was so annoyed with having to part with this money that I got a crazy idea. Um, I had a, you know, brown, large shopping paper bag and I stuffed a poofy jacket in it. So it looked really, really full. And, uh, and then I put the, uh, uh, the, the wad of the broccoli wad inside and I walked into the barn where my daughter was riding at the time, walk up to the owner who was in the middle of a lesson. And, uh, and I told her that I had her money for her as I was holding this large brown paper bag. It was all <laughs> poofy. <laughs> she looks at me, her jaw drops. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> and I said, I'm just kidding. It's right here. And I pull it out of the out of the bag. And she starts laughing so hard and going, You're such a fucking asshole. <laughs> she thought I brought her one dollar bills yeah. and just packed this grocery bag oh, full. <laughs> I really have to do a whole episode at some point with like banking stories. <laughs> I have seen some things. I have touched things. I Ooh. cash is gross. <laughs> cash is gross. And working there during the pandemic when we're all worried about getting the COVID from cash. Right. Ugh. Yeah. That was bad. And then uh, I have a million stories, I, I, but we'll save it for another episode. I think we've, uh, I think we've wrapped up on this one. Um, yep. Damn it. I said. <laughs> Once again. <laughs> oh, your face right now. That expression. It's just <laughs> glorious. <laughs> episode is called dicking around um, <laughs> <laughs> i think so i mean it's a great name we have to consult with our marketing director but um she likes to put out a lot of different names for us so we'll, we'll run it by her yeah. well oh my god this has been such a fun episode yes. super fun <laughs> such awkward stories today <laughs> <laughs> thank okay. you for all the laughs on this one christina thank you april <laughs> not gonna say any okay jokes. I just... <laughs> i'm a 13 year old boy i swear you guys we've had so much fun i hope you've laughed on this podcast i hope you had a good time i hope you've put holy water in your ears and told your mother you love her so um <laughs> catch you on the flip side have a great fucking day <laughs> <laughs> bye guys very serious now okay we have to do the outro now Abel <laughs> <laughs> you've been listening to the everyday idiots podcast where we talk about the silly side of life love and comedy please like it subscribe to it and tell every friend you know about it Thank you for listening and check back soon for our next episode. Yeehaw! <laughs> <laughs>